0: Hey guys, what's going on? This is Adrian and you're listening to the Nerdy Fusion Podcast. Welcome once again to another episode. Um, I know that the last episode I posted was late and by then you guys knew that Japan was the world champion of the baseball classic. But hey, listen, listen, all right? I already recorded that episode and so I had to follow through with it. I couldn't just throw that away. And not do the episode, I had to do it. But did I call that or what? So, yeah. Anyways, moving along with today's episode. I'm going to be talking about the market. So, I'm on the market. Not the stock market, although I am also on that market. I haven't been actively trading stocks. I'm kind of just putting money in some stocks. And then I'm just sitting on them, see what happens, you know? And I started doing that back when the pandemic started. I went in and invested in cruises because at the time, nobody was buying trips to go on cruises. And I was like, hey, buy low, sell sell high. I don't know, somebody once said that to me and it just stuck in my head. All I remember thinking was, eventually people got to go back on cruises, you know? So um, I'm hanging in there, just holding those stocks. So yeah, let's hope for cruises to come back. I know some people already started going back to cruises and my friend actually wanted to go on a cruise. I just think it's crazy to be in, you know, in some sort of vessel in the middle of the ocean in a place that no matter where you go, there's water. That just freaks me the hell out. So I told him that I I wasn't into that. But by all means, whoever wants to go into these cruises, you're going to help me out. (laughs) Just please go on these cruises. The one stock that has really been good to me is um, Ford Motor Company. I bought some stocks of that. And they are out here paying dividends. You know how I love my dividends? You know, every now and again, I get a notification that they're sending me some money. And I'm like, Gouda! It's, it's, you know, it's change, you know. One to four dollars, which is not a lot. But hey, dividends, I'll take it. But yeah, I'm not talking about that market. I'm talking about the car market because it's a shit show. That's all you need to know because I've been trying to get a car for many different reasons that I'm not going to go into right now. But I've been trying to get a car and the business is just so dirty. And it's funny because I have a friend who works for the car industry. But unfortunately, I cannot afford the kind of cars that he be trying to sell. So I just going to have to get a pre-owned vehicle, um, which I don't, I don't mind. I'm not the kind of person that needs to have the best, the newest, you know, I just need a car that takes me from one place to the other. As long as it's not a small car, I don't like Priuses, even though they are great cars. It's just like they look a certain way and people make the association with a particular kind of person. I don't like Decent Maximus or Ultimas, and what else? there's a few other cars that I don't like, but for the most part, I can drive any car. But yeah, the business is so dirty, man. You get people out here pulling all sorts of stunts, trying to make money out of people. And a lot of the time, people don't know how to defend against this kind of stuff. And I'm not calling myself an expert, but, you know, I, I try to be knowledgeable and aware so, you know, I, I know a few tactics that these people try to do and how to avoid them. And I feel like the internet has made this problem worse. Because before we had the internet, people used to go to a guy inside a building and ask for the price of a car. And whatever price the guy gave them, that was the price. You either took it or you walked away. You either got a fair deal Or you ended the conversation with, let me slip on that and I'll get back to you. Knowing full well you were not going to see this guy ever again. Or how about the classic, let me run this deal by my wife. There's a bunch of things you could have said to this dude to walk away. But anyways, I digress. What the hell was the point that I was trying to make? Yo, I sort of got, sometimes I get lost in trying to be funny. And then I lost my train of thought. All you need to know is that back then, you either got a good deal or a bad deal. Now, with the internet, you have all sorts of shenanigans happening. The first gimmick is the internet pricing. For whatever reason, dealerships pretend like people don't know about the internet, and they decide to have two prices, one for the internet and one for walk-ins. And I tell you, the very nature of the internet has created this problem. As with the internet, you can check hundreds of cars for dozens of dealerships and from multiple towns It runs from lowest price to highest price, So, all of a sudden, you start to see why dealerships are incentivized to pull all these stunts, like, you know, trying to have the lowest price, trying to bid the next guy over. You know what I'm saying? It's all about who shows up first in the results page. You know what I mean? And that's something that people a couple of decades ago couldn't even dream about. Car shopping from the comfort of your own home? Are you kidding me? I bet you people would have loved that back then. But yeah, in theory, the system should be flawless. You are selling a car, you give the car a price, and then you let the customer decide which car he's going to get. But people are such greedy C-words. I'm trying not to have a dirty mouth because I heard that my nephew be listening to this podcast. So I'm not trying to get too crazy. Hi, nephew. I'll see you soon. But going back to the topic at hand, these people, they lied about everything. The price, how much are you going to pay up front? There are all sorts of shenanigans, like I said. But sometimes, sometimes you go into a dealership with such confidence that they don't really like it. I remember a few months ago, I went to a dealership and let me tell you, there's nothing that scares a salesman more than someone that is asking the right questions and looking for the right things. I remember I walked in and I told this guy the car that I wanted to look at and then he took me to it. I got to the car and I started like doing an inspection check on the car, but not any random visual inspection. I was doing the kind of inspection. ...that a mechanic would do if you were trying to pass, let's say, um, a state-mandated inspection. I was out there checking headlights, taillights, blinkers, everything. Wipers were looking good. Turning the key, but not really turning the car on... ...just to see if all the warning lights will go away as they should. And they were lit. Because you know that trick where people will, like, erase um, the lights... And then don't have them come up. I wanted to see if all the lights came up and went away. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, like, he was, like, looking at me weird. But he still let me go through with it. And just when he was probably thinking that me checking those things was just a coincidence, I went ahead and beeped the horn. Did you guys know that to pass the state inspection, your horn has to work? I didn't until... That happened to me, and I found out the hard way, but yeah, your horn needs to work. And then after that, I dropped the famous line, how much is this car out the door? Oh, they ain't ready for that. His soul just flew away. But anyway, he told me a price, which of course wasn't the internet price, but since I was a walk-in, he thought that I didn't know about the internet price. Then I told him that I saw the car on the internet and it was cheaper. And then he looked like a deer caught in headlights. He was doing the shuffle. After that, he was like, give me a minute. And he went to talk to the manager and he was in there for like two minutes. And then he came back and told me that the price had changed and that I should go to another dealership to find a car that was within my budget. And this whole thing was happening as we... We're walking out, so it felt like he legit was trying to, like, kick me out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't, like, telling me all this as he looked a car that was better for me within his lot. Like, within that dealership lot. He was, like, literally pushing me out. Hey, man, you're not going to find what you're looking for here. You need to go somewhere else. And I have to tell you, I was sad because I didn't get the deal, but... In a way, I was happy because they didn't get to play me. So I was like, yeah. Anyways, I left that day without a deal. But they're wising up. Because recently, I went to buy a car again. And there's a new twist now. Because I went online and I saw this ad saying that the dealership offers the same price, whether it's on the internet or in person. And I was like, Gouda! Going in, and I got there just to find that there's another twist. And this gimmick can go either way. You can get the low price if you pay all cash or if you finance. Either way, it's the same bullsh. They set the price. It shouldn't matter how you pay. So it's like, what? It just, it shouldn't matter. And I can hear your gears turning in your head. I know what you're thinking, but Adrian, if you finance, you're going to end up paying more than the actual price of the car anyways. And the answer to that is yes, you will. But listen to me, that shouldn't change the original amount you finance, okay? For example, if, if the price of the car is 10K in cash, why is it that if you finance the car, the price is now 15K? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it just doesn't make sense. Obviously, if you finance the car at 10k, towards the end of the loan, you might be paying 12, 13, or however many months it takes you to to pay the car. You know, based on interest and what have you. But it shouldn't right off the start go up that high. And that's what the guy was trying to do to me. Like I went in there, and he's like, "Oh, you buy an all cash? It's 10k." But If you finance, it's 15K. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. I don't know where he was from, but he was foreign, okay? He's like, my friend, my friend, I'll give you a good price. And then you you pay. You pay good. You know, you take so many months. The interest, uh, (laughs) the interest, my friend, my friend, if you do the interest, you know, you pay a lot more, a lot more. That's why. But if you pay all cash, I'll give you for very cheap. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I just couldn't take that. I was like, bro, what the heck? What kind of Middle Eastern math are you doing here, bro? Like, you cannot give me this car now and before I drive it off the lot, it's $5,000 more. Long story short, I didn't take the car, but there's another way around this because my friend had that happen to him, but it happened the other way around um, because he went to buy a car and he had all cash, But they were like, oh, all cash. No, 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 no. You need to finance to get the good price. And so the price is arbitrary. The price is really meaningless because they set the price. But in this situation, what happens is that in some instances, the dealership is its own bank. So sometimes it's better for them if you finance because... They get the interest themselves or maybe they get a cut from the bank by sending business to them. Whatever the case is, they make more money if you finance that way. Let's say, for example, I used to have a Toyota and I know that Toyota has its own financial branch called Toyota Financial. So when you go to buy a car from a Toyota dealership, you pay Toyota. You don't pay a bank, let's say Chase or Bank of America. You don't pay those guys. You pay Toyota themselves and they get to keep all that interest. So if you go to them, it actually is better for them if you lease or finance as opposed to just buying right out. So yeah, the market is crazy. And on that crazy note, it's time to end the episode. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next one.